0: And welcome to Missing in the PNW. So right before I recorded this episode, I checked my hosting site. And I had over 6500 downloads now. So I know, like I always say, there's way more listeners. So I just want to thank you guys for following, subscribing, liking, downloading, spreading the word. Like you guys do so much stuff for me that you don't even know. Like it's amazing. Even after those six months that I was gone, I came back to so much love and support. Literally. I, I do this for you guys. I do this for these missing persons, kids, adults, whoever from these marginalized communities that don't get any freaking recognition. And so I just want to say, Again, thank you. I I could not do this without you guys. Um, I did want to give like a little special shout out because I got this like end of year 2022 um I guess wrap up from Spotify. And uh apparently um besides the US, which I expected that because that's where we lived, uh, but instead of um just the U.S. I found out that I have the most downloads in Ireland and Poland. And I just want to shout them out. Cause I thought that was really cool. Like you guys hear me talk about that. The podcast is literally all over the world. We're on every continent now, but to just know like there's so much support in areas like that is so freaking awesome. So if you're in Ireland and Poland, shout out to you guys. Thank you. Keep spreading the word. Um it's stuff like that that helps a lot. Like when I talked about Lisa's case last week, um the guy that most likely had something to do with her disappearance fled to Turkey. So like again, anybody in Turkey, anybody from Ireland if they know anybody in Turkey, like spread the word because when these people go missing, you never know where the hell they can end up. Also, just like that guy, people do bad things and they flee. So you never know where they are either. But I'm so glad that is getting attention everywhere. Because it only takes one person to say something. And you know hopefully we can bring closure to some of these families. So last week I told you guys we were going back to Yakima. And we're back in Yakima. I still don't understand how the hell so many missing and murdered people are on the yakima reservation just that reservation one reservation out of however many there are in washington it's one of the biggest ones yes but still how why there is so many questions that honestly i'll probably never have answers to but at the same time like i always say i feel like nobody's doing anything it's I don't understand how this can keep happening, keep happening. Like, don't we learn? Aren't we we supposed to learn from our mistakes? So I don't know what's going on up there, but it's so disheartening that I keep having to talk about people from one place in particular. And I just, everybody over there who's gotten missing or murdered or their families I just wanted to say I'm so sorry and giving my condolences because I don't I don't understand how again so much is happening on that reservation and nobody's like paying attention to it. Um, so with that said, we're just gonna jump into the case. Um, this is a little four-year-old boy named Lucian Mungia, and again, as I talk about Yakima. I don't understand how I just learned about Lucian's case like two weeks ago. He went missing in September. So that's an issue for me. And we'll, we'll get to that more later. But I, yeah, I don't know why the hell I just now found out about this case. So on a beautiful yet unseasonably warm september saturday because you got to remember this is the pacific northwest and it rains pretty much nine months out of the year so we had a long summer this year um we had some hot days not as hot as 2021 but uh we had a long summer we summer didn't really end until like mid october so that was something new but um saturday september 10th was the exact date lucian went to the park. Um, it's called Sarg Hubbard Park and he went to play with his dad and his siblings when literally he just vanished. So his dad said that he had to change, uh, Lucian's little sister's diaper and literally only took him like a minute. And in that minute, Lucian was just gone. And we know people don't just vanish out of thin air. So what the hell happened in that minute? Like, that's not even that long if you think about it. Sometimes it can seem like a really long time, like when you're doing something or you're waiting. But that's not, like, literally. That It's been like five minutes already since I've been talking. It goes by really quick. So in that minute, he's looking at Lucian playing with his brother. And in the next minute, he's just gone. Now, Sark Hubbard Park, I looked it up, and it is a huge park. Um, it's, like, next to a pond. It's got a lake by it. It's not too far from the Yakima River. It's got playgrounds, biking trails, walking trails. It's a pretty popular place to be, and it's a big park. that has got many, many different things to do. Um, so that's the other thing i i know that there was somebody there that saw something or heard something it for a park like that and the amount of people who probably go there it just like baffles me how nobody knows anything or if they do they haven't come forward i don't know and then the thing that about this is I just kept thinking about those waters, and there have been searches um, for illusion in the bodies of water. I had conflicting reports. One of them said that there was, like, all three were searched—the pond, the lake, and the river. Then another one said that the river wasn't searched because it was like dangerous, um, and they didn't want to put any of like the divers or whoever in harm's way. So. As far as I know, the Yakima River actually hasn't been looked at. Um, But they did, you know, go under and look at the pond and the lake, and they didn't find any sign of Lucian at all. So, an NBC Right Now article on September 14th, which was just four days after Lucian went missing, citizens were asking why an Amber Alert had not been issued, in which the manager of Washington State Patrol's Missing and Unidentified Persons Unit replied that there are very specific criteria that one must meet to activate an AMBER Alert. Okay, so this list has five different things on it, and you can't have just one or two or three. You literally have to have all five things for it to be even activated or even thought of being activated. And this list is, I don't know. I'm just not even going to start because i it just makes no sense to me. But that list. So the first is a child under 17 who is known to be kidnapped rather than a runaway. Number two, the child has to be in danger of serious bodily harm or death. Number three, activation within four hours of the event, which I still don't understand. Uh, Number four, there has to be enough descriptive information for the public to be able to help to find the child. And number five, it uh, has to be reported and investigated by law enforcement. Okay. I'm pretty sure there were at least three of those things. Um, I don't the whole like activated within four hours. I don't really understand that um how is that a criteria if they're not I don't know just make it make sense for me if you can i I don't get it, but Lucian's under seventeen, obviously um there is descriptive information because they literally had a picture of what he was wearing the day that he went missing. And um, he's four, guys. So I'm pretty sure a four-year-old could be in a lot of danger and could suffer serious bodily harm. Not to mention, I didn't even tell you guys that, that Lucian actually is on the autism spectrum. And he is mostly nonverbal. Um, his mom said that he can't really like have conversations, but he knows certain words and he gets really excited for stuff. Um, he was also like recently working with a speech therapist and, um, probably a behavior therapist. I have a couple of friends who have kids that have autism. Um, so I don't know a lot about it, but I know some things. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that he would be in danger just for that reason um but then even without the amber alert what have i talked about the last i don't know how many episodes two three why wasn't the native and indigenous person alert activated now lucian's mixed okay he's white native and hispanic Have you ever wondered what's at the root of homelessness? I used to try to describe it to my husband that um, I said, I feel like I'm in this big spider web and I'm stuck in there. And how wraparound approaches at missions aim to make a difference? It's the things like that, the people who communicated that in spite of my rough edges, that they authentically cared about me. On the Restorers podcast, we'll talk to experts, investigate current issues, share stories, and give you an inside look At how we at Water Street Mission tackle issues related to homelessness and poverty every single day. Join us by searching Restorers wherever you find your podcasts. Native? Native? I don't care how much Native he has in him. He's still Native. He should be qualified for this list. But then again... I still don't know what the hell qualifies you for this list. I don't know if it's just like this Amber Alert that you have to have all of that, but it'll get activated for a native or indigenous person. I, again, I still don't know. I don't understand why it wasn't. However, apparently there was this article um, that said that it was activated. Again, where? Where? I didn't get anything on my phone. It was supposed to be a statewide activation. I'm pretty sure I live in Washington. Even though my phone number is an organ number, because that's where I grew up. I, I have an address in Washington. I didn't get any alert. I don't know if anybody else, again, if anybody else got an alert, can you please let me know? Because I have no idea how the hell they're doing this. But they keep claiming that they're putting out these alerts. But I don't know who's getting them. So I'm going to leave that right there because I already ranted about this a couple of times and I just I don't want to get into it right now. So the Yakima police, they haven't done much since like the end of September is what I read. Um, they scaled back their efforts to find Lucian and people are pissed. Like people in the community are like, what the hell? Uh, They're saying that they have had no updates from the police and rumors and speculation have been brought up about what happened because they have had no updates or information from the police. And they want like they're not even saying give the evidence like, you know, the police have to protect some things um, to not jeopardize the investigation. We all know that. True crime. We know that but at the same time if you're not saying anything at all that's a problem. So the people are literally just asking like can we have some sort of updates so that we can squash these rumors and speculation because again I've also talked about this before. Having a child go missing, having anybody go missing and people start making up these horrible rumors and speculating and then like calling the parents or tipping off the parents like those are such evil people why would you even that's not something to joke around with so it's so disheartening that there are people that are still doing this and on the yak try news article lucian's father got a tip just like this he got a tip that lucian was being held in an underground bunker and the crazy part is they actually found an illegal underground bunker on Yakima County property. It was six feet deep. It had multiple rooms, a propane hookup, a heater, nooses, other weapons, scuba suits, masks, and other garbage. But as far as we know, thankfully, none of that was tied to Lucian. So there was actually, I think, three different ones that they found in, I don't know, since 2019, I believe. Um, so it's, yeah, that's crazy. Like people just go in and, and do that and to get that type of like, quote unquote tip and then actually find something like that. Oh my God. I don't even like, I can't even imagine what his dad, like what was going in his dad's head. It That it would be so scary and i mean it was half true there was an underground bunker but thank god you know lucian there's no foul play or signs or anything um so that's good uh, the cops actually did say that the bunker was not significant to lucian's case so that's one good thing i guess um there's another article on yak train news that said The Yakima police actually said that in the beginning of the investigation, they were told that there was a video that someone had that showed Lucian leaving the park. So then on the Yakima Police Department's Facebook page, a video was posted by the chief of police. And he stated that there was no video of Lucian. But then he said that they do have video evidence. So then he said that, that shows where Lucian wasn't. So, again, it's... They have a video. It's not relevant. They don't have a video. Again, this is what I talk about. Like, police and people, they botch these cases so much. I don't... Sometimes I don't even know what to believe. I mean, I I guess it'll help that there's a video that, hey, he's not here. So. That could be a good thing because they would go away from that search area. But still, it's like, make up your mind. I don't know what we don't really know what's going on. So um, I remember talking to you guys about the Washington State Department's missing and murdered uh, indigenous list. And they finally updated it. Uh, it was updated on November 28th, 2022. One person was removed from it. Um, There's 128 people on there now, but I'm not sure who was removed. Um, I can tell you, though, that Lucian's name is not on that list. Uh, Again, I don't know if there's, like, a requirement um, to get on that list. Like, you have to be missing for a certain amount of time or what. Um, But I really hope that his name, if he's still missing, his name gets put on that list because that's more exposure. And it's, I mean, there's so much things the the family have not stopped searching, even though the police have gone back on things. The family refuses to give up, and they literally printing posters. um I've seen on uh, the Finding Lucian Facebook page, which I will have linked in the show notes, that. There's been uh, one of those NCMEC posters, which is the National Center for Missing and Exploited Kids. They made a poster and it's like being distributed all throughout the country because there's people that will comment pictures on that. And they're like, this is from Charlotte, North Carolina. This is from Virginia. So it's nice to know that the search like that Lucian's name and face is getting out that way. Um, I'm hoping again with this, me sa- telling you his case, like he will get more attention, and hopefully we can find some answers for his family. Also, um, when I was talking about the NCMEC. They did, as of, I think it was December 5th, they created a photo of Lucian that uh, showed what he would look like if he had, like, short hair. Because Lucian has the most prettiest hair. It is probably i mean he's little so i would say like just above the middle of his back and it's so wavy like almost curly like his hair is so pretty um and if somebody went and botched all that off uh there's a picture of what he would look like so i mean he he looks a little different um obviously but i don't know if it's like if you would see him and you wouldn't recognize him i I don't know if there's that much big of a difference i couldn't find a image to download so i could post but um i did link uh the article that i found it in um i did link that in the show notes so you guys can check it out for yourself So besides that, that's all we have right now, literally. Lucian is described as being four foot tall, 40 pounds, with that long black hair and brown eyes. He was wearing a blue tie-dye shirt with a shark on it and blue shorts. Again, he is mostly nonverbal and he has autism. He went missing. He was four years old. He had a birthday on October 5th, so he's now five, Um, and unfortunately, his parents had to celebrate that without him and without any answers. So his mom also, you know, she talked to the Yakima Herald, and she said what every, you know, mother or person looking for someone missing from marginalized communities would say. She was quoted saying, we're just trying to do whatever we can to make sure he doesn't turn into a backstory. And this brings up all the other missing kids I've talked about. We're talking about the kits. We're talking about the Janice Hannigans. We're talking about all these native and Hispanic and Black kids who just get forgotten. It's like people say... Oh, here you go. This person's missing. I'm gonna give you a name, a date, and a a picture. And that's it. And again, people forget about that. There there's no nothing. And it's so sad when I'm trying to research these cases and literally find nothing. I'm just like, why? So again, like I mean, it's been what 50 years since Janice disappeared. We're not stopping the search for you. Like your family deserves closure. And Kit, we're we're never going to stop looking for Kit until we find out what happened to Kit. And just like those families, Lucian's family is not going to stop looking for him either. If you have any information at all that leads to finding Lucian, the family is offering a $10,000 reward and you should call the Yakima Sheriff's Department at 509-575 two five zero zero so again i i mean yakima god what can we say more about yakima i um i really do hope that you know lucian i i want to see actually how to get lucian onto that uh missing indigenous person list for the washington state patrol um and just different other ways to get his name and face out there Um, because like I said like everybody else we're we're not gonna stop talking about it we're not gonna stop searching Um, the family deserves some type of answers and Lucian needs to be safe so again um, if you see anything hear something know something again guys I tell you all the time the tiniest little detail could make a big difference in a missing person case person that may know something might be scared you can always remain anonymous um but call the yakima sheriff's department again that number is 509- five, seven, five, two, five, zero, zero. Next week. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. I'm actually not going to do an episode next week. Um, cause I'm going to be on vacation with my kids. I will hopefully get some rest, um, because I'm trying to be done with my, uh, finals for this semester early next week. Um, and then I just want to like relax and I'll have three weeks without school. So I'll have a lot more time than I do now. Um I will talk to you then it'll be like oh gosh it'll be like right before Christmas I think which is crazy cuz literally Christmas is like not even 3 weeks away. So yeah I'll talk to you before Christmas. Um if you guys have any questions if you guys have any anything at all you can always hit me up on the Facebook page. I'm on there a lot. Um. Just search up "missing in the PNW" podcast. Uh, you can email me missing in the PNW at Gmail. Um, and literally, like, it, I've had people ask me like, "Where can I listen to your podcast?" It's literally on every streaming app. So if you guys have friends, um, let them know about the podcast. Let them know, you know, all the cases that we cover. And just keep spreading the word, guys, because it's working. It's getting out there and it's amazing, again, all the love and support that I've gotten. Until, not next week, but a couple weeks, have fun, but be safe.